We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Okay, welcome. Uh, it's Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Your uh, ride sharing or taxi horror stories. Uh, told you mine. Generally, I got to tell you, Uber has been a great experience. Not going to lie. Like to use it when I travel, like to use it at home. But let's get your stories 803 0930, star 930, 1 800 616 WBEN. And if you are a driver, what drives you crazy about your passengers? I don't know that I'd want drunks in my car, wobbly drunks that look like they're about to blow chunks all over the back seat because you got to clean it up, man. That sucks. Uh, here is, uh, don't they send you a bill if you uh, vomit in the car? Don't they charge you extra? I mean, they should get uh, Service Master, Service Pro in there, whatever. Uh, here is uh, Jim in Depew. Jim, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Hi, Tom. Sir. Okay, my story uh, was from like five years ago when I uh, Uber came into Buffalo. It was when they first uh, came into the city here. Uh, I was going to try it out. I did for three weeks. A uh, couple came in from uh, the airport from Florida, husband and wife. So I said, okay, I loaded their luggage in the back. Uh, and then they were going to Canada across the border. And then I thought about it. Oh, okay, not, a, not an issue. I took them out to the border, uh, the Peace Bridge. We crossed. They were going to stay at a hotel. Before I got there, uh, they asked us who we were, and I gave them our names and information. Then he said to me, go to secondary. I go, uh-oh, now now I'm in trouble. I'm, I'm sweating bullets because I'm a prior uh, pistol permit owner, a holder, and I'm thinking, did I, did I leave any ammo in the glove box myself? Then I'm thinking, oh, my God, we got to go sit down in these chairs, and do they have any weapons in their luggage or drugs or what? I have no idea. So I left my trunk open, um, you know, the doors, uh, windows, everything open. Uh, so I didn't go in the glove box. And then I'm thinking, oh, my God. And so we got to sit down in these steel chairs. I'm looking that I see the doors with the, you know, where they put you. If you're going to keep here or something. You do something wrong. And then, now I'm sweating bullets myself. I go, oh, my God. So we sat down for five, seven, ten minutes. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, well, I, I did work for Homeland Security, so I gave him my information. So like 10, uh, 15 minutes later, he comes back. He calls my name, Mr. P. Okay, come up here. He goes, okay, you're clear. You can go. But how nervous I was, I was saying to myself, what a stupid move. I'll never do that again. Well, Homeland Security is a big okay. operation. I mean, there are a lot of departments that fall under Homeland Security. Uh, did you know any of the people? Of course, that would have been on the Canadian side. Uh 
Yeah, well, yeah, coming back. Today I got uh, secondary on the Canadian side, not the American side, correct. So you, you and, didn't know um, anybody. Did you have your credentials with you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Like but the I'm Tampa sure. police chief clearly did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, God. You know, I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. So he might have uh, did a background check or something, whatever they do on there. And, and he had to know I worked for the uh, Homeland Security. I was with immigration, actually. And uh, so I said to myself, I'll never, ever do that again. So that was five years ago. And now I started up again. I, just, I recently retired last year from Homeland Security. I took a year off. I didn't do anything. And, you know, travel a little bit. And uh, I was getting bored after, your, you know, things get old and stale. Uh, so I said, oh, I'm going to try it again. So I just started back up with Uber. So. Yeah, well, that's good. Jim, what kind of what kind of tips do you generally get? What percentage do people typically tip you? Oh, I, I actually got a tip. On, I, I went uh, only twice. I went uh, last Wednesday and Friday. I drove twice uh, from the airport. Uh, I had one in Lockport, and I didn't do any other. That was on a Wednesday. Friday I had uh, nine, nine of them. Nine hits uh, right after another, mostly in the uh, Elmwood, Chippewa area. People were going to the soccer game, uh, so I was picking. I had nine uh, nine runs that Friday, so it was pretty good. And uh, so, yeah. But what what do people – okay, when we as passengers, do you want to tip Jim? And then they give you percentages. I don't know, 5, 10, 15, 25, whatever, whatever the numbers are. Do you know what the percentage is when uh, the people um, tip you? Well, there's two ways they do it. You can do it through the app. You don't have hand physical money, or they'll give you physical money. You know, they'll give you 5 or 10 or a couple bucks, which I did. And, uh, sorry, was, I actually picked up a broadcaster that was going to the New, uh, New Jersey Devils. <laughs> he came to the airport. He was playing that Friday uh, against the Sabres. And I was you know, always talking to him, how to get the job and all that. And the guy quit before. I don't want to mention his name over the air, but the first name was Bill, and he's uh, for the Madison Square Gardens. He's the announcer, play-by-play guy. Well, thanks for not getting his name. No, no. <laughs> but uh, it was sarcasm. Uh, um, okay, so basically uh, my story. But uh, like I said, I'm doing it again, and I enjoy it. It's part time. Needs a few extra bucks, you know. You got get, you have the time, and uh, but here's here's what I don't get, Jim. Here's help me help us to understand something. A couple of things. First of all, when a when a a passenger tips you, does that influence your score as a driver that you give the passenger? Uh, not really. I mean, if, if it's they're, they're polite and everything, and you know, depending on the de- demeanor and stuff. Uh, you know, I, I give them a good rating. You know, if they're you know they're nice and they're not nasty or anything, I'll give them a good rating. Sure, uh, definitely on that. But and, and you know, if they give three guys, say somebody gives you three bucks or five bucks for difference, it's, it's not really relevant for me. You know, just uh, as long as they're quite nice in the car. And like you said, throwing up that's an issue. I I keep a bag in the on the side and the panel on the door and I. You know, if they're going to throw up, please use the bag, you know. Oh, that's that's great. I mean, that's why that's why airlines have air sickness bags in the seat in front of you so you can take them and put them in your car, especially if you've got kids. Yes. It, it, I mean, it, beats, it beats buying them. I, I always think it comes with the flight. So, okay, so that – so um, your rating of a passenger is not impacted by the level of tip they give. What – percentage of people 
just don't tip you? Well, I, I picked up night because I just started again after five years ago. I went out last the Wednesday and Friday, and uh, only one, one out of the nine, did not tip. Oh, I'm and sorry. Actually, the guy that the guy that I picked up, it was a girlfriend. Her phone that called for the Uber. It wasn't even him. That's what she told me. Whatever. You got a key and some kind of number or something. I don't know why why they did that, but oh, that's uh, yeah, he didn't see it at me. That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, another thing too. Let's say it's a busy event. Uh, let's say it's the Cootsie Ball, which is coming up on Saturday. How frustrating is it for you to drive somewhere when there's a whole bunch of people standing outside and you're trying to figure out? Which of these schnooks is the person who called my car? Uh, they know. If, if you're on your uh, phone, you can talk to them, and there's a little um, phone thing icon, and that you, you can communicate with them so you know. Okay, yeah, because I always send a description. Uh, I always text a description of who, who we are just so we're easier to spot because try to put yourself in the driver's position. Um, right. You know, trying to trying to pick out uh, basically a, a needle from a stack of needles uh, situation. Um, there, there was one other thing. Um, are are you uh, are you a talker or do you let the passenger decide? Uh, yeah, I'll decide. Yeah, it, it depends on how it goes. I, I may start a simple thing, uh, maybe an open end question, and if they want to continue or what. So it depends. I try and feel it out. You know what I mean? Otherwise, now, I'll. You know, they quiet too, you know. Well, have have you ever had a situation where you take somebody uh, take somebody to what appears to be something sinister, a late night tryst, and you call their wife or husband and try to blow them in for something they didn't do? Oh no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. You're, there are some out there. I hear exactly like that. Um, no matter how innocent the situation might be, if they think they can jam somebody up, they'll jam somebody up. Um, interesting. Very interesting. Um, what else? What else? But I, I, like I said, I would suggest for somebody you know that has has time on their hands and they want to make a few extra bucks, uh, it, it's worth it. I mean, because like I said, in that three and a half hours that I was online, I made a little, a little over a hundred bucks. You know, so it was like about twenty eight bucks an hour that it came out to. Okay, but uh, here's okay. Here's here's the other question that you you got to help us with. Okay, you are an Uber driver. You are using your own vehicle. Maintenance, expensive. Tires, expensive. Brakes, expensive. Gasoline, expensive. How is this even profitable? Because you're rolling up the odometer. You are rolling up that odometer, taking other people around. Is it really worth it at the end of the day, given the expenses, short-term and long-term expenses? Uh, yeah, for, for me, it depends on your financial situation. For me, I'm pretty well set with my pensions and, you know, I retired, so other things and investments. So for me, it really doesn't matter. It's just getting out and doing something, in my case. Very, for somebody else, it might be different, you know. Very I'd interesting, Stod. I'd love to hear from more drivers, Jim. I'm, I'm glad you called in, brother. I uh, I wish you the best. Yes. All right. Thank, maybe, thank you maybe, very much. I'll get you on, I'll get you on a ping and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I've got a 4.5 rating. I don't know who the bastard is who didn't give me five stars because I'm the ideal passenger. Thank, thank, uh -huh. thank you very much. I, I am polite. Um, if I have something to say, I will say it very calmly, such as, sir, I don't mean to cause you inconvenience, but 
could you kindly turn the radio down? Nothing like, turn the gun! It's nothing like that, right? Okay, here is uh, Nick in uh, Tonawanda on WBEN. Nick, hello. Hi, Tom. Uh, Yeah, real quick. I I was just outraged one time. I got an Uber, and uh, the driver started droning on about politics. Oh, no. Immediately. And I wanted to jump out the window. I was really getting pissed. So what what do you do? I mean, how do you handle a situation like that? I mean, you simply want to go from point A to point B, and, and they're proselytizing their political beliefs. First of all, that's just that's that that shows signs of social lack of education. You don't talk politics. You don't talk religion. I've never had one of my Muslim drivers try to convert me to Islam. Right, right. And I was in business for forty years, so I know those rules. So you know you don't. Anyhow, you don't do it. And she was just droning on about how much she hated Trump and, you know, Trump this and Trump that. I, I would have taken her on, but I needed to get to the airport, so I just sucked it up. Uh, is it safe to say that when the tip icon came up, she didn't get any? Oh, she got zero. <laughs> Well, and and that's why, hey, that is why, whether you are right or left, you don't talk politics. All she had to be was a convenience for this man, a tool for this man to use for his own purposes, and she would have gotten a gratuity. But because she started proselytizing about politics, it cost her money. I'm a generous tipper, and she got nothing. Uh, Nick, I can't say that I would have done things uh, any differently, sir. If nothing else, uh, I I think you probably are helping her in the long run. Maybe she would have put two and two together. I didn't get a tip. Maybe that guy was a Trump supporter. Maybe I should keep my political views to myself. Right. All right, uh, Nick, thank you uh, very much. Uh, Anybody else out there? Uber, Lyft, taxi, horror stories. And uh, if you're just joining us, um, I, I just a couple of things that are on my mind as far as what drives me um, absolutely crazy. First of all, I don't know. I'm sure Lyft does the same thing. But on Uber, what I love is you can see where your ride is relative to where you happen to be. So you can time things pretty well. Uber also has a feature where you can set the time of pickup. And, my God, they actually showed up at the time of pickup. One of the major taxi companies in town, true story, flying to Las Vegas. I had made a reservation for 5.30 in the morning. Okay, 5.30 in the morning. Taxi shows up 5.15 in the morning. So I get out of the shower, throw my clothes on, walk outside, no taxi. The dude showed up 15 minutes early and left me high and dry. I realized this guy ain't coming. So I had to hop into my car and go to the airport, which really pissed me off. And you know what? I haven't taken a taxi um, since. I've not called for a taxi since because of that situation. I called the company uh, to complain mightily, or I sent them an email or something saying, are you aware of how this inconvenienced me? If I'm expecting a 5.30 ride and I'm in the shower at 5.15, how is that on me? How is that? It's not on me. The guy should have waited until 5.30 at least. Uber, I had to make an arrangement for an Uber to be there at an early morning hour at one point. Guess what? Dude was there when he should have been. 
He wasn't there 15 minutes early and then driving me off with me, with my willy in my hand in the wind. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. So uh, getting back to it, uh, the things that annoy me. Number one, and again, this has only happened once, a driver who spoke absolutely not a single solitary word of serviceable English. He got complained upon by me. Number two, the driver who has the music, boom, 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 boom. I don't want to hear your music. Sorry, you probably wouldn't want to hear my music either, okay? If, if you got into my car and I was an Uber driver and uh, I'm playing Mozart's Requiem in D minor, that's not really going to be very attractive to somebody in their 20s who wants hip-hop, right? You can never assume that the person in your car is going to be into what you're into musically. Number three, the drivers who don't shut up and they don't take a hint that you don't want to talk. You want to relax. Maybe you got a big meeting coming up and you're trying to plan out strategy and flanking maneuvers and, and they want to talk about inanity and you're never going to see this person again. It doesn't matter what they have to say. I'm sorry, but you are a tool. You are a, you are simply a tool, a conveyance from point A to point B. I realize you're a human being, but we don't need to become acquainted. Uh, number four, and again, this has only happened once, an untidy Uber vehicle. That was down in Fort Lauderdale. He was complained upon, not by me, but by one of the uh, female passengers. And I was the one. Just so we're clear, I was the one to take the hit for the team. I sat on God knows what. I, I, both cheeks were like half on and half off the seat. I was not going to lean back on that seat because I don't know what was there. But every single imaginable fluid came into mind as something that I might be exposing myself to. No thank you. So those, those are uh, the biggies um, with me. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. And 1-800-616-WBEN. Those are the biggies. Now, if you do drive other people around for a living, convince us that it's actually worth the mileage you're racking up on your car, which is going to affect its trade-in value, higher the mileage, the lower the trade-in value, plus the cost of tires, the cost of gasoline, oil changes, brake changes, and everything that can go wrong with an automobile. How is it even worth it? That's what I, every time get in an Uber, think to myself, this person drove 15 minutes to pick me up. How, even though I may be a generous tipper, how is this even worth it to this poor schnook to take me five miles, maybe, to the airport? How is it even worth it when the guy drove from Lancaster to pick me up to go to the airport? How is that even worth it? I, I travel at weird times. What can I say? 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. But... Again, must commend Uber for having a system where you can reserve a ride and they actually show up 
on time, unlike a major local taxi company that stiffed me on a ride to the airport, leaving me with my Hampton in my hand uh, waiting to be picked up, realizing I ain't getting picked up and having to drive to the airport. By the way, Uber drivers, how do you feel about handling other people's luggage? Does it come with the job? Do you expect that, well, if I'm driving people, some of them are going to be traveling, some of them are going to have luggage? Coming back from Fort Lauderdale, we scheduled a vehicle to pick us up at an ungodly hour, and I need to break. Oops. On News Radio 930 WBEN, 803 star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, Anybody have any uh, Uber, Lyft, taxi, ride-sharing horror stories? And if you drive for one of these companies, especially if you've got to use your own vehicle, um, is it really worth it? When you consider the cost of four new tires, when you consider what you're rolling up on your odometer, the cost of fuel, the cost to replace brakes, and God knows what else can happen in any automobile, is it really worth it? The more miles on your car when you go to sell it or turn it in, the less the value. I've got a five-year-old car. It's got 42,000 miles on it. Five-year-old car, 42,000 miles. That's it. That's it. And I'm very disappointed because the car warranty lady has not called me lately. And frankly, I don't know about you, but don't you feel a little bit neglected when that doesn't happen? The uh, phone number is 803-0930, star 930, 
and 1-800-616-WBEN. This Thursday will be our Radiothon to benefit the SPCA serving Erie County. It will be the 20th um, anniversary of the Radiothon serving the um, SPCA serving Erie County. So we'll be uh, basically um, begging and pleading for money on Thursday, uh, all for a good cause on News Radio 930 WBEN. We've had some great stories so far today. Uh, the story about the woman spouting politics, a great object lesson. You don't talk religion. You don't talk politics, okay? We've got a lot of Muslim drivers. Not one of them has said, convert or die. Not one of them has said, let me tell you about Islam. None of them. None of them. And yet they've been very nice, very cordial, very wonderful people, very hardworking folks I've encountered, but they didn't try to convert me. But the woman uh, who was proselytizing against Donald Trump, she's a bad gambler because 50 percent, these figures might not be accurate anymore because I'm kind of done with the guy, but 50 percent of America loves Donald Trump. 50% of America hates Donald Trump, and most dead Americans prefer Joe Biden. Uh, but that's another story altogether for a different day. But you are taking a sucker's bet. If somebody gets into your cab, it doesn't matter, or, or your, your Uber or your Lyft. It doesn't matter what you believe. It does matter that you not express what you believe and don't be drawn into a conversation because the person who says, you know, I just love Donald Trump, they might be trying to rope you in and set you up. So you say, well, thinking in your mind, this person's a Cretan and Neanderthal. Uh, I love Donald Trump too. Then they say, I was just kidding. I wanted to know where your heart really was, Mr. or Ms., and you're going to be out of a tip. The only correct situation, uh, the only correct answer in a situation like that is, you know what, I really don't follow politics. I don't follow politics. Well, are you aware? Yeah, I, I, I don't follow politics. I'm sorry. Maybe you're right. Whatever you believe, maybe you're right. It's the only, that's the only way out of that situation, okay? You just, unless you, I mean, if you're a Trump supporter and somebody comes in wearing a Trump tie, a Trump baseball hat, Trump socks, and a Trump suit, probably safe to say you can probably increase your tip significantly. But again, never judge a book by its cover and never count your chickens. And we here in Buffalo, 13 seconds, folks, almost a year ago, don't count your chickens. And I am... Very, that left a, a mark, that left a rip, a hole, and a tear in the soul of this community. But I'm still rather proud of myself because everybody in the basement where yours truly and friends were watching that game, they were going nuts. They were celebrating. They were doing shots. And I just looked around and said, what's, they were, what's wrong, Tom? Tom, you're not celebrating. Said, there are 13 seconds left in this game. This is a Buffalo team. You take nothing for granted until it's in the books. Sure enough, they end up blowing it and losing the game to the Kansas City Chiefs. 
And as I said at the beginning of the show, for those of you who remember what Kelsey did to the Buffalo Bills last year in that playoff game, first of all, the guy's an enormous talent. There's just no denying that. But last night, he had the ball stolen from him. He, he had it jacked from him by a bevy of Bengals. Probably not the correct uh, plural to use, but <laughs> Josh is looking it up. What is the plural of Bengals? Would it be a pack? Would it be a cadre of Bengals? Would it be a musket of Bengals? How, what is the plural of Bengals, Josh? What is it? A group of tigers, not specifically Bengal tigers, is called an ambush or a streak of tigers. Oh, okay. An ambush of Bengals. A streak of Bengals stripped the ball from Kelsey's hands, and it was recovered by Cincinnati. First of all, Kelsey made an amazing grab. He had it in both hands. He was he was textbook holding on to the ball, and yet the Bengals still were able to get it from him. Have the Bills done that once this year? Have, have they done that once this year? I'm trying to think of a situation where that's actually happened. They've had some picks. They've had some fumbles. But have they literally stripped the ball? Yeah, okay, yes, yes. I don't remember the game. I remember at least once that it has happened this year. But I, I just I hope the Bills watch the KC and Cincinnati tapes and learn from those tapes. Learn from those tapes. But Philadelphia scares me. Sorry, they scare me. You know what bothers me about this whole situation? I don't mean to get off on a tangent here, but we've seen this happen before. Back in the 1990s, we get so focused on the AFC, right? So focused on the AFC. And we forget that there's another conference out there. And why does there always seem to be that one team that is just indomitable that just rolls the Buffalo Bills? And it just scares that I would rather see the Bills not make the playoffs than go to another Super Bowl and lose. I'd rather see them not make the playoffs than set everybody up for that disappointment. Because if that disappointment happens, there are going to be people in this town who are absolutely inconsolable. Utterly inconsolable. Seriously. Do you think the psyche of this area. Now, if you're in your 20s or parts of your 30s, well, your 30s, you don't remember what it was like wide right. You don't remember how horrible that was. Those words evoke a sense of disappointment, anger, and sadness that can only be compared to the Kennedy assassination. That's the yes, that's the only comparison that one could possibly make. That is the feeling, and I'm, I'm actually not being too hyperbolic about it. That was the feeling in this community. And then to be embarrassed in the three ensuing Super Bowls, it, it just I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I'd rather see them eliminated in the regular season than go to a Super Bowl and not win the Super Bowl. This area, the, the morale, the devastation, the psychological wreckage if the Bills go to another Super Bowl and then blow another Super Bowl. And, and you know, you see, here's the thing, and this is something that Buffalo sports fans need to understand. The Bills go to the Super Bowl. Now, if they get blown out, 
you can at least get drunk and and just or stoned or whatever your vice is and just uh, hang out, right? But why do I get the feeling that you know? I know why I get the feeling because I grew up here and have lived here all but three years of my life. Just get the feeling that let's say it's the Bills and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Why do I get the feeling it's going to come down to the final minute of play and something unbelievable is going to happen and the Buffalo Bills end up losing the Super Bowl in Greek tragedy fashion? It won't just be a loss. No, no, no. It's going to be a loss like they were kneeling the ball and somehow lost possession and the the Eagles march down the field and win it in the final two seconds of the game. Why do I get the feeling that's what it's going to be like? Because I grew up here. 74-75 Buffalo Sabres. Beginning of my heartbreak uh, with uh, Buffalo sports teams. Maybe I'm being unduly pessimistic, but uh, experience has taught that maybe I'm right. Questions? Watch the tapes of last year's Bills-Chiefs playoff game. That's all i got to say on that. I don't know if you want to wait. That's not actually a bad topic, dude. Would you rather see the Bills knocked out of the playoffs, not even make the playoffs, or go to the Super Bowl and lose it and lose it in exactly the way I described? In some way, they should never lose it, okay? Kneeling the ball, they fumble, the Eagles get it, they come back and they win with a field goal or a touchdown with two seconds on the clock. That's how it would play out. Because this is Buffalo, right? That's how. That's the only way it could play out. By the way, Odell Beckham, can this dude even play football anymore? Can he play? Do we know for a fact he can play two ACL injuries? Two ACL injuries. I don't know. I, I, I have my doubts. And is he the character guy that you want on the Buffalo Bills? A guy who falls asleep on a plane, makes everybody else deep plane, then says, well, I've seen everything. Yeah, dude, you acted like an ass. I mean, sorry, are you really the kind of guy Brandon Bean wants to bring into town? Really? Can Von Miller and Josh Allen keep you under control? All right. Let's go to uh, Amy in uh, Williamsville on WBEN. Amy, you're on. Hello. Hello, Tom. I am your old, little old friend, Amy, in uh, Williamsville. Oh, oh, you're not old, Amy. You're actually just matured. A long-term friend, we'll say that. Well, you've actually just come of age, so that means you're legal. Oh, well, thank you. I promise this story will not disappoint. No, you got blown in the wind, too. Uh, that's right. You off the building. literally got blown off the sidewalk into the middle of a street coming out of court. But I digress. What's your literally. story? Okay, my soon-to-be son-in-law is in an Uber during November 20.2 or whatever it's called. He notices the Uber driver sweating, um, getting very upset. He's afraid he's having a heart attack or something. Then he hears him mumbling, and he says, are you okay? And in very broken English, he said he was praying to Allah. He had never seen snow before in his life, let alone driving it. First snowfall, and he's shaking, crying. So Matthew says, do you want me to drive? And he's like, can you? Oh, my God. All it answered. And he drove the guy home. <laughs> I love the story. I love the story. But your son, I'm sorry, your future son-in-law drove, can we just call him Muhammad? 
Absolutely. All right, he drove Mohammed, and I know a lot of Mohammed, so don't get all bitchy with me because they're great people from badminton, okay? And I know a Fahid, too. But anyway, uh, let's, let's get back to the story here. So your son drives the Uber driver home and then had to get another Uber from the driver's home to where he was going? In order to get home, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? never seen snow. First snowfall of his life. Oh, that, that's, I feel, three inches an hour. I feel so bad for the guy because when, Amy, when we started driving first time, okay, after you got your permit or your license and you got the first snowfall, what's the first thing you know to do? Do you know what? Well, pump the brakes, but my parents, I wish everybody would do this. My, I got, I'm a summer baby. I got my license in the summer. The first winter storm, I'm hopping out the door. My mother stopped me. No way. I had to drive with her for about a month in the snow before the keys were given to me again. Well, here's here's what I'm going to suggest. Naturally, the lawnmower, I don't know if you guys can hear it over your radio, but uh, we don't have like a vibrator in here or an electric toothbrush that's gotten possessed. It's uh, the lawnmower. They always decide to do the grass this side of the building when I'm on the air. It's part of a grand conspiracy of the Illuminati. But the first thing to do on a big snowfall, you go to an empty parking lot. Okay, oh, like the East, yeah. like the Eastern Hills Mall. Any time of day, you go to an empty parking lot at night and you drive in the snow and you accelerate and you steer and you get a feeling for what it is like to drive in the snow. You spend 15, 30 minutes doing that. That is the best training possible. Obviously, True. you stay away from any stand, uh, any light standards or anything like that. But some, right. you know, sometimes I will do that even though I'm a veteran driver. I'll go to a parking lot at first snowfall of the year, and I'll just put the car through the paces, make sure I've still got my winter chops, and I'm good to go. That's a good idea, and it also can be fun if you're in a wide space. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might draw the attention of the local popo, but uh, <laughs> they understand once you explain what you're doing. Uh, thank you very much, Amy. I appreciate the call. That's a great story. You are welcome. I think Muhammad left town, but... Oh, uh, <laughs> well, that's probably too bad because he's probably one hell of a badminton player and we could use him for mixed doubles. Um, thanks. Thanks very much. Nice talking to you, Tom. My pleasure. My pleasure. No, it, it's really, it, like I say, badminton is like, uh, I, I watched a tournament, part of a tournament on uh, Saturday for uh, Rally Niagara Badminton, and it's like the United Nations. It really, it seriously is like the United Nations. And all these people, doesn't matter where they're from, everybody gets along, everybody's good sportsmen, and it is, it's really super cool. I mean, you've got Hindus, Muslims, Jews, a couple of Christians, too, who are playing badminton. And it's just, it's, uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun. I can't wait to try it myself once, uh, once I can move. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.